Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Grace Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. Today's message is titled, Faith versus Reality. Many years ago, I received a letter from my eldest sister, who was living abroad at the time. The letter was delivered through a third party. When I read the letter, she had asked concerning my welfare and that of my other siblings and our parents and so forth. After telling me how she was and her immediate plans, she added that she had shipped two cars to me, saying I should sell one and use the other one. However, she added that she had borrowed money to complete the payment and the shipping for the cars. She had borrowed this money from the fellow who had delivered the letter to me and asked me to please complete the payment to the fellow so that he would release the documents for the vehicles to me. I must have been about 20 years or 21 years at the time, so I was very excited. I went ahead and thanked the fellow and asked him to come back in about a week's time. In the meantime, I tried to raise the cash. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was a lot of money for me because I wasn't working at that time. And so I was in faith to raise some money to give to this man so that he can release the bills of laden for the two cars to me. I believed God for this money. I made prayers for this money. I did extensive sessions of faith confessions, calling this money from the north, the south, the east, and the west. I even sowed seeds at church towards the fulfillment of my desire. But all said and done, with all the effort I put in, both spiritual and physical, nothing happened. I never got the money to make the payment. The man returned after the one week. I said, look, you have to give me more time. So I asked him to come back in another one week. In the meantime, I met someone from whom I was trying to raise some of the money. And I explained everything that was going on to this fellow. At the end of my explanation, the man said to me that it is possible that you are a victim of a fraudulent ring. I said, what does he mean by that? He said, well, that if this fellow can bring the bills of lading to him and show him the bills of lading, that he's ready to pay that money and bring out the cars, I can refund him later. Now I told him, but my sister wrote the letter and she asked of everyone by name. The man asked me, that she typed the letter? I said, yes. He said, well, it is possible that the letter was handwritten and these guys went and typed it out and added the paragraph about the cars. So I decided to give it a try. When the fellow came back, I told him, well, 
there's somebody who wants to pay the money. He says he wants to see the bills of laden. If you can show the bills of laden for the cars, he will pay you the money and collect the bills of laden from you. And that was the last time I saw the man. It was apparent that they were fraudulent people trying to defraud me. I was devastated. It meant that all along there was never any car. I was believing God, praying, sowing seeds, making confessions of faith on something that was not even real. There is no way those prayers could have been answered. My confessions and all I did could never have yielded any fruit in a million years because it wasn't based on reality. It was based on falsehood. I was so worried that God wasn't answering my prayers, not knowing that there was nothing there. It was not real. It was all lies. There may be something you are praying for right now and it seems to be delaying. Don't get angry, cause there may be nothing there. Beware of things you have been told to believe. Do not be quick to believe whatever is said to you, not by anybody, not even in church. Yes, you are called a believer, but it doesn't mean you should simply believe everything. Please insist on some proof if you must act on it. Scriptures are a ready source for the confirmation of biblical principles. But even if it's not applicable to scripture, like the issue of my car, let it at least make sense and let there be some evidence. Always have your wits about you. Not that one should be a doubting Thomas. But if your action is required on anything, then please get some proof. Personally, I don't call anyone a liar, but I reason out whatever I'm told. It must make sense. And if I will believe it, I will try to get the basic facts and draw my conclusions around them. If I end up being wrong, then I will concede. I have had some wild beliefs in my years of existence that shocked me. Take for example the naked church in the US, where worshippers worship naked. I was baffled when I saw this, even more baffled when I saw the reasons for their type of worship. They said that Christ was born naked and crucified naked, and therefore being naked is the best thing. There are also people who blow themselves up in the Muslim faith because someone told them they will have 10 virgins after they die. I often wondered why those men whose religion allows them to marry multiple wives don't simply get the 10 virgins right here while they still have a penis. There was a publication I saw of something that happened in the US. A suicide bombing attempt was foiled and when they captured the guy and interrogated him, 
they saw he was wearing some kind of iron apron under his clothes, protecting his lower parts. And they wondered at this thing, and they said, Why are you wearing this? What is this thing meant to achieve? Because it wasn't a bomb. And the man said he wore it to protect his private parts so that he would have something to use when he gets his ten virgins. Ridiculous as this sounds, it actually happened. Be quick to listen, but investigate to believe. The burying Jews in the book of Acts 17.11 were commended because after they had received Paul and listened to his message, they searched the scriptures daily to see if the things Paul had spoken were correct. It is important for you to investigate everything you hear. Don't say it is in the Bible. Investigate it anyway. As much as the Bible says God's thoughts are good and not evil to bring us to an expected end, let us be more proactive in finding out the reality about our own individual lives. Everything that is written in the Bible are mere examples. But your life is unique. Everything is certainly not for you. And different people go through different pathways in life. Before you start believing God, find out what your reality is. Think about this. There is no prayer Joseph could have prayed about being returned to his father's house after he was sold into slavery that God could have answered because God had another plan for his life. Although freedom is good, but it wasn't his reality at that time. Find out what your reality is before you start to act in faith. There is no prayer the nation of Israel could have prayed to make them be released from Egypt before 400 years. It could not have happened any sooner because it had been fixed by God as part of a divine program in the world. For it not to have happened that way was to make God a liar. And then again, there is nothing the priests and the prophets in Israel didn't do to cut their exile to Babylon less than 70 years. But it never happened. God said it was 70 years and that's exactly their reality. Jesus himself dropped sweat as blood in the garden, not desiring to suffer the gruesome death on the cross, but thank God he knew better. He knew that the cross was his reality. Before you decide to release your faith in anything, let us first do the needful job of discovering what our reality is. Are you sure that that thing you're praying for is real? Even if it is real, is it for you? Reality is not fact. Fact is what is happening that you can see. Reality is what exists that you may not be able to see. Reality is truth. What is the truth in every situation? Now there are some standard truths. Like he was wounded for our transgressions. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. That is truth. Even if I'm sick right now, the truth is that 
He has healed me by His stripes. And so I can only demand for that healing based on the finished work of Christ. Sometimes it's apparent, other times it's not. Let's not be carried away by present facts, but discover our reality and the truth. Our reality is a model of how our individual lives and collective life has been designed to be. There are many rich in reality, but who are living in poverty. Many healed, who are living in sickness. Many delivered, who feel comfortable in a cage with an open door. Find out your reality first, and then release your faith. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless you. Hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.